It's the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. I want to lose. I want to win. I need professional. Sports Betting Weekly, sponsored by EasySportsData.com. The books use data, shouldn't you too? And this is Easy Sports Data, like the preschoolers use. EasySportsData.com. I win here and I win there. Now what? Sports Betting Weekly. I want to win. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talk. Here comes the money. You should also check out SportsBettingLessons.com. You'll learn some old tricks because sometimes how you bet is more important than who you bet. Sportsbettinglessons.com. Let's just do it. Let's meet this thing head on. And you were you were in it to win it. Talk about an education. Sports betting weekly. Wow, winning. Sports betting weekly. Sit back and enjoy the show. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Welcome to Sports Betting Weekly. I'm Second Half Chaz. I've got uh, with me a couple. Very, very excellent. I might have shorted them, but very excellent handicappers in John from GMF Sports <laughs> Consultants and Wes from 151 Sports Investing. So before we do anything, I wanted to just say thank you to anybody that's ever served in the military. As you know, it is Veterans Day. It, it's Armistice mm-hmm. Day. Say that three times. That's like saying Saskatchewan. Uh, it's Armistice Day in the rest <laughs> of the world, and that's because that was World War One, and, and, and what we did is we kind of combined all the wars. And, and honestly, if you've got to combine all the wars together to call it Veterans Day, maybe you got too many wars, but I'm going to let that one go. So if you've ever served our nation or are serving it now, and, and I have family members, uh, especially my brother Charlie, so I, we really, uh, I've got actually, uh, I've got a nephew that's serving right now, Sal, so. Uh, thank mm-hmm. you for, for everything that you do. Then, that I felt that was more important than live action opportunities, but that's really what we do that's different from when we were on the air Saturday mornings on Sports Betting Weekly in the old days on ESPN because there was nothing live yet at 8 o'clock in the morning. And, of course, now we wake at bake at 8 o'clock in the morning, so we don't really care on Saturday mornings if there's nothing on. But... Let's let's I'm going to I'm going to just ask each of you a couple questions regarding where you're at now. So I know that, John, you sent us over that Florida State cash you had last night. Are you hopping on NCAA basketball right from the get go? For the first two weeks, I will jump in very light, kind of choosing my games, uh, being very selective, uh, playing half the units for probably about the first two to three weeks. Um, until I kind of get some more information, some more stats, some more analytics. Um, right now, what I'm going on for college basketball is pretty much my f- familiarity with the teams from last year. So, you know, teams that I followed last year, teams that I track, teams that I kind of know, that's what I'll be doing for the first couple of weeks here, kind of get my feet wet a little bit, so to speak. And yeah, I, I guess you have to, especially with the, the you know, they changed the rules because of COVID and guys are playing that weren't playing before and, and you got to know uh-huh. who's coming and who's going. So that's really a, yep. a good way to do it because it's a lot easier to catch up on a team that you already knew versus having to learn them from scratch. Does that not make sense, Sean? Oh, yeah. That, yeah, that's correct. That, that's a big thing. Obviously, returning starters because you get that chemistry, which is very important in the beginning of the season. So if you have a team that's returning two, three, four, maybe even five starters or five guys in total, you kind of want to look to them 
um, and just, you know, different scenarios early in the season and coaching and stuff like that. I don't really uh, pay too much attention into the rankings because I think, you know, the, I think these, you know, kind of early rankings really don't don't uh, have any standards really or, you know, as far as me betting doesn't really affect it. You know, like I said, I'm just going with teams that I'm familiar with and uh, kind of keep an eye out, you know, overall everything for the next two or three weeks. Yeah, you could, you could know teams that aren't ever going to be ranked and make money college basketball. Oh, yeah, exactly. Because yep, those, those, those small conferences, they, here, so. they don't get uh-huh. any activity on the board, on the, on the leaderboard, you know. All right, so we're going to do the same thing, but I'm going with Black Hawk West. Uh, of course, we call him Black Hawk West. That's not what his family, when the doctor slapped him on the ass, that's not what they called him. But you got to think that he's a, <laughs> he's a Blackhawk fan and he's got to be a hockey fan. Well, I've been betting hockey with Blackhawk West for years now. So where are you in your hockey season? Are you all in? Are you not all in? If you are all in, is it part of your Chicago sports trader options traders where you do your, your discord.com page? So I'm not giving out plays to the members just yet. I'm not holding back. Tiptoeing into the season. There's been some moves that have happened. I don't even want to talk about the shame that's going on behind the scenes in that Blackhawk organization right now, but uh, that's a hard team to get to know. Normally, I, I could tell you when to bet on or against the Blackhawks, but you know, I'm, I'm, I'm building the data and the information and, and sitting through. But you know, right now, kind of the, kind of the model that, that I've been talking to the members about is you know, I, I'm on a three cash out a week program right now, and there's the Monday through Thursday units, which involves some, some MAC football on the Tuesdays and Wednesdays. Uh, We're jumping on a little bit of basketball, not laying tremendous amount of points, but just, you know, some overs and unders here and there. Those units are are very different. Then there's the Saturday college football units, which Saturdays are are much less games right now on on college football. Uh, And then, you know, we'll throw in some hockey stuff, but, you know, first period overs, team totals, things like that. I I don't have my arms around the teams and who's going to play well against who. Two man goalie rotations are still kind of working themselves out. Some hot teams that have played a lot of games in the last two years, deep playoff runs, have not gotten off to a start. So there's some surprises there, you know. And then there's the Saturday football unit, and then and then we go into our Sunday unit, which right now our Sunday NFL unit is our biggest unit, and it will stay that way until college is over. And and then you know once football is over, we get when college football is over, NHL will fully heat up, and then there'll be picks out there for the members. There's just a lot going on right now, and you can't bet everything. And you know we we have this thing called family and friends. No, it, it's so true. There is a lot going on right now, and college football, because we do, you know, we, we got to crunch the numbers every single week, 60-something games that we have to put in. Now, they're spread out, as you mentioned now, uh, but Thanksgiving weekend, that's it, right? That's the last of, if you're not playing for a championship, you're not playing the following week, unless you're an Army or you're a Navy guy. You're playing for your bowls. Yep, so where we're at now is, Live action. This is really what we do. We do live action. So how I normally do live action is is I look at what I look at and see where it's at, but I don't really have much. So I'm going to start with Wes. Are you on anything already? Are, are, I know Thursday nights, the only way you're going in Thursday night is, is if an opportunity jumps out of you after kickoff. Would that be a correct statement? Yeah, that's about where I'm at on, on the Thursday night. Um, I, I know John texted out a play earlier. I'll, I'll let him talk about that. But I'm on the college game, and, um, you know, I, I was on North Carolina first half plus three. At this point, Pitt is is third and goal. So right now that first half is at plus seven and a half. 
But if Pitt puts one in, I'm probably going to be looking at taking even more points just to either cover myself or, or double. But I'm, I'm going to dip back in because UNC can score. Let's do that because I did, I did make notes for these two football games tonight. John, do you have any, anything else besides the two football games tonight that you've already, A, got action on or B, are planning to? Uh, no, nothing else. Really, the, the main uh, focus as far as unit-wise is going to be on the NFL. I'm on the Baltimore Ravens first half team total, 13 and a half. So we're looking for uh, two touchdowns uh, in the first half from uh, Baltimore. Hopefully Lamar Jackson can run one in and we get another uh, one on the offensive side there to get our points there. So that's really where the main focus is. I, I laid off college basketball. There wasn't nothing I liked on the slate today. And uh, and and NBA and, and NHL, I'm laying low. Um, I was similar to Wes. I, I did like uh, I was contemplating taking that over. Um, it was high for the college game for uh, UNC Pitt. You have two of I guess top five. Uh, I, I guess some of the top five quarterbacks in the league right now, Pittsburgh and and uh, for North Carolina. And North Carolina is coming off that game where they played very 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 well against Wake Forest, who was undefeated last weekend. Um, I, I just laid off of it. I, I kind of like the Baltimore team total a little bit better. So I'm going to sit back and relax. Maybe I'll jump in on an in-game with Wes. All right. So let's, let me tell you what I looked at. Now, so if you go to bellyupfantasysports.com, you can get the easy sports data. And later on in the show, Wes is going to talk about the two Friday college, uh, Canadian football games. And, and we actually give out the data for that as well. And we'll get uh, on that CFL stuff. Uh, a little bit more, and then we'll tease the Saturday because Saturday morning you're going to get two more games from them. But Pitt mm-hmm. looked shaky early versus Duke last week. I had them, I watched, mm-hmm. but they just came roaring back. They settled in and they they took off and did what they did. They're five and one against the spread overall. Their last six, but they scored 27 plus at home in their five games this year, and that's four touchdowns. So that's a good chunk of that over right there. Now, that North Carolina game, wow, what a great game that was. I think I had the over in that game. It was like such an easy winner that it was over early. I mean, the the game total was over (laughs) early. Then, and that's really why I love overs is because then you can enjoy the game. Once you cash, you don't care who wins. It was a really exciting football game, John. You nailed that. But overall, they're allowing 35-plus a game. So, And you saw, you know, Wake, they went up and down the field. They have scored 22-plus in their last eight, and that's what I did. I used this as a, a, a small little uh, – it was mostly Breeders' Cup action for me, and I'll give you a Breeders' Cup recap, mm-hmm. and we'll talk about some of the horses because you both uh, have horse player history, and I want to give you just a, a wonderful, wonderful scenario that I had for about 30 seconds uh, on Saturday. But <laughs> what, what – uh, what, that, that game was just really exciting. But they do. They give up a lot of points. So I took um, both teams over first half and the over first half. Both team totals over for the game and the over for the game. And I'm going to sit and watch. And uh, it's 14 nothing early. So, that's, you know, that you'd rather have the over when it's 14 nothing early than the under. That's the way I'm going to look at it. <laughs> but uh, and then so, so we, we're talking about the Ravens game. Ravens scored 31-plus pretty much in three of their last four. But mm-hmm. Baltimore in the first quarter, they're 0-5-1 under. They're 2-5 against the spread, but 0-5-1 under in their last six. And Miami is 7-0 and against the spread in the first quarter in their last seven games. Now, that's a, that's a thing that 
you know what? You well, could you could say that's a thing a degenerate should know. You could say it. I don't think I haven't heard it before. But that's really what a data technician knows. That that, that team is seven and zero against the spread in the first quarter. They've allowed one tu- one touchdown in those seven games, fifteen total points. So you math whizzes that are making fun of me for knowing a stat like that. Fifteen divided by seven is barely two points a quarter. So uh, that's one mm-hmm. of the reasons why that they're they're winning. And so when I see that, that jumps out at me. There's a there's an under opportunity. I just, I don't know, I have trouble betting first quarter unders. However, as you guys know, if you yeah. get to about the nine-minute mark and they're just running between the 30s, yeah, it's a pretty good spot to be. Um, for, yeah. the, for the second half, though, Miami's 1-7 against the spread. So they've blown all those first quarter leads, and Baltimore's 4-1 and one against the spread in the second half. Now, on the road, Baltimore has allowed zero points in the first quarter. They are 6-0 and oh in the yeah. first half. And guess what? They've scored at least in every one of those, pretty much every one, four out of five, John, is 14 or more. So there's your 13 there we go. and a half right that's there. That's what I like to hear. At home, <laughs> Miami hasn't allowed – I just talked myself to that first quarter uh, under. I bet it. As soon as, as, soon as we get <laughs> back from break, I bet. I get about 10 minutes, right? Miami hasn't allowed any points in their last three. Uh, everyone – but Houston, though, everyone but Houston scores 27-plus in Miami this year. If you're in Miami and you're on a road trip in the NFL, you're going to score 27 points unless you're Houston. And we've seen Houston. They're just really, really bad. They really are. Yep. Uh, you kind of feel bad for them. So. All right, so that's where we're at. Uh, John. Yes, sir. Have you done your circuit plays yet for this week? I, I, I just started looking at previous before. I, I didn't look, but there was a couple that I started looking at um, just right before I hopped on here on the live stream with you guys. So I got about two or three that I'm eyeing for Circa this week. Um, and uh, I'll kind of narrow down the last few selections, you know, probably around tomorrow. We, um, because of the Breeders' Cup last week, I didn't have, besides not having shows, I didn't have a lot of action because, mm-hmm. uh, as you know, Wes, it, you know, but if you're using the racing form, and there's 14 races. It's a full-time gig for a couple of days, you know, covering the race, oh, yeah. covering the Breeders' Cup. But after watching how your guys' plays went and and the text thread between us, I was kind of glad I took the week off from the NFL. You know <laughs> what I mean? You 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 picked you picked the right week not to play any. And you know, I tell a lot of people this, you know, especially my members and everything like that. In NFL, you're gonna get at least one to two weeks where it doesn't matter. You just can't hit anything. Um, you're going to get some strange weeks. And unfortunately that was last week for me, one of my worst weeks um, as far as overall betting and, and in circa goes. Um, so, yeah, so I need, I need to rebound this week and, and, you know, pick that's up why they call the book on any given Sunday. Is it a West? Exactly. What an odd week. Who had Dallas going to Denver and just laying an egg like that. I mean, there's just some odd things that happened. And that's why you bankroll manage it. And you don't like one game more than the next. And, you, you know, you do the right thing and you, you live to bet another day. Right, so let's do this. Let's go take a break. And when we come back, uh, we're going we're gonna to do the Breeders' Cup Rewind. We're going to uh, talk some CFL schedule with Wes for Friday. We're going to talk about Saturday's To Be Determined. We're going to get some uh, NFL thoughts from John. You're listening to Sports Betting Weekly on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network, on the Belly Up Sports Podcast Network, and on the Sports Betting Channel. It, it, it's the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. Radio Network. Sports Betting Weekly. Back and enjoy the show. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. 
Welcome back to Sports Betting Weekly. I'm Second Half Jazz. I'm joined from uh, with Wes from 151 Sports Investing, from John, with John from GMF Sports Consultant. You are catching us on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network or the Belly Up Sports Podcast Network or on the Sports Betting Channel. But the bottom line is your cash and tickets. So I did talk myself into that under in the first half. It's nine and a half, and that's for the NFL game. And while I was in there, I hopped on John's play, which is 13 and a half over. But, John, they moved the lineup a lot on that. It's up to minus 157. Golly wow. gee. Wow. Well, they don't, you know what? Yeah, that, that was. Otherwise, it I goes it to that number. Otherwise, yeah. it goes to yeah, the I, number. I, yeah, exactly. Otherwise, it goes to 14. Yeah. And that's probably where you want to kind of maybe second guess, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, so you're paying a little bit more juice. Um, yeah, to not get you know, the push, basically. Right. Yeah. But yep. what we're going to do is we're going to pay attention to that. And we're going to see if it drops down into live action. We're going to hop on that again. So we're going to – but what I'm looking for is uh, if they don't get a quick score, it's going to go down a little bit. And I would imagine the first thing that will happen is it will drop down closer to that pick em, uh for the minus 13 and a half before that number changes. So we'll see what happens there. And um, what else are we doing? Are we going to do any other live action? I jumped in. Pitt ended up scoring. Uh, they actually scored a touchdown and a field goal since our last conversation. Last we talked about it. I went back in. I, I'm at plus, I'm at plus seventeen and a half now in something I loved at plus three and a half. So first half plus seventeen and a half. I'm on UNC and it's seventeen nothing right now. But I think they'll close the gap. All right. So let's look at that game. So the point spread. Um, is for me, I've got uh, plus 18 and a half and minus 112. So, I, you know what? I don't have a problem with that number because they were, what was the line to start? Was it seven? West, the line know? to start was three or three. It was three or three and a hook, depending on where you look. All right, so I like North Carolina with a chance to actually outright win. Well, let's see. They're plus 560. I don't know. I, you know what? I'm going to hop on that at plus 560. I saw what they did late. There you go. But I'm going to do just yep. a little bit. But the, here's the, the number I'm looking at, the team total. So let me look at this, see if I can catch their team total because that has had to have dropped dramatically from the one that, when the, the mm -hmm. game started. Um, and that's what I'm looking at because Pittsburgh's going to give up some points. They're going to score their points. So we'll see what happens. So that's what I'm paying attention to. I'm, and I'm going to write it down. You know what? I have no problem writing it down, especially, Wes, you mentioned how much we're dealing with and what's going on right now in the world in terms of how much sports betting you have opportunities for. So I'm not afraid to write stuff down. So what I'm doing is I'm looking live action for Baltimore, uh, the team total of 13 and a half at a better number than I got. Mm -hmm. And I'm also looking for the Wake, no, not Wake, uh, NC team total, North Carolina team total mm -hmm. uh, for the game, not for the first half, for the game. They're not, uh, uh, wait, there it is. Okay, there it is. 26 and a hook. Let's see here. No, I'm still not getting it. You got 26 and a half? That's what I'm seeing. And, but it's so funny because when you're, when you're really in live action, man, you got to be fast. And sometimes you're not fast enough because they tease you. They show it and then it's gone, you know? Uh, sometimes it's you don't even get a chance to it open it. Change, yeah. Oh, my God. It's just incredibly fast. All right, so let's do a Breeders' Cup rewind. You guys have both played horses before. I had a situation. Mm -hmm. I don't know what race it was, but it was that race where – it was the first Japanese horse to win after like 42 horses. I, eighth, maybe ninth, don't get me wrong. So I have six, seven, 
1-800-522-4789. And as you know, I normally do not bet uh, win bets. I bet the horses that I think can win the race, and I put them all in a box, and then I'll string along pick threes and doubles, which are win bets. So uh, the worst-case scenario is my horse wins. I don't hit the exact, I don't hit the trifecta, I don't hit the superfecta, I'm live to doubles, and my horses run two, three, four. Sometimes that happens. It's horse racing. It's gambling. But in this particular race, as they turn for home, there's four horses with about a three-length lead over all the other horses. These are the four horses that are going to finish first, second, third, or fourth, and they're my four horses. I got to watch the entire stretch run knowing I was hitting the superfecta. Now, I had it happen in the Derby one year where, with three but this is my first one where I could remember, because as you know, guys, you can't even tell sometimes what the numbers of the horses are. Never mind that they're your horses. And this were Claire's a bell, and my horse from I, I think Ireland and England. It was it was it was an import. Ran second at twenty-five to one to the Japanese horse, and you know I always tell people, horse racing is one of the only places where you can walk in with twelve bucks and walk out with a thousand. Bada boom, bada bing. I was Nostradamus on that race. So I bring my wife up because uh, I don't go to the racetrack because I couldn't get in for early bird. I'm not I don't like people. I'm not going to, to Breeders' Cup in Del Mar. I've been to Breeders' Cup in Santa Anita. It was great, but I, I wasn't going this year. So I'm waiting, and my wife comes up, and Vicky's looking at the screen, and it's got like 50 bucks in there. And I'm, I'm clicking, and I'm clicking, and I'm clicking. She goes, what are you doing? I said, just watch that number. I'm clicking, but she doesn't have her glasses on. So she's squinting at the screen, and she goes, is that a five? No, no, that's a nine. It was like $933. I went like 850 on the race. I took all my money that I bet. I took all my profit, as Wes has always said, and I told one of the guys, I really enjoyed the last three, uh, last four races. I hit another exacta, cashed out for a little bit more, so I ended up, as Wes was mentioned, three times a week. I cashed out twice on Breeders' Cup Day. And that right there, that's the main reason I believe in God. Right there. I could <laughs> never, you, you don't hit a superfecta that pays that much and not believe in God. There's no atheist oh, yeah. at the racetrack. It, it was a great hit. I really enjoyed it. And I won't, now I won't, I won't be probably betting horses again until um, I'm betting with John from a GMF. Sports consultants, because tomorrow or Saturday, I will announce the annual Betaway Weekend, which is in uh, Las Vegas. It is the last weekend of January this year, because you know, with all the extra games now, they have that extra game. Everything's pushed back. Super Bowl used yep, to be the first week. week of February. Now it's going to be the second. So I, I already booked my airfare. I'm flying out Friday night, and I'm coming back Monday morning. Uh, it's been way too long since I've been to Las Vegas, and I'm very much looking forward to where I'm staying and who I'm staying with is not – that is also to be determined, but uh, I'm looking forward <laughs> to it. I'm looking forward to it. So, John, it'll be, uh, it'll be what, uh, about two months, two and a half months, but uh, we'll see you soon. About two months away. Yeah, I'm looking good. forward to it. All right, so – That'll be fun. What we're doing is, uh, Wes, you were able to get on North Carolina's team total over already. Or you just saw it and you hadn't hopped on it? I saw it. I didn't jump on it. And quite frankly, it's because I have double action on this game right now. I haven't cashed it. I need to cash something on this first half before I'm investing one more pen into Tar Heels. Well, and that really, you know, we talk about it all the time. Uh, 
cash and tickets is, is is really what we're all about. But it's got to be what you do with it when you cash. You have to you have to pay yourself. You have to be smart. You can't give it back. And it's easy when you do a lot of live action like we have. You know, it's easy to cash seven, eight tickets on a game. We've done it. I mean, the Bruins game up in Tahoe to this day, you know. You know <laughs> that was glorious. Oh, that was just great. <laughs> but, you know, if you, if you keep going, you could lose. If you could win seven in a game, you could lose seven in you a game. You could lose them. Exactly. No doubt about it. Yep. All, right. All right. So let's start with what we're going to do is we're going to start with John. Are you going to do any college games Saturday? Probably not. Uh, I might play one or two plays for college Saturday football. I'll probably be looking more towards college basketball at this point. Um, kind of just laying low, taking it real easy with college football. So I'll be looking for some college basketball opportunities. Well, that, uh, that's Saturday a perfect myself. trade-off because until college football ends, which is really the first week of December, the only mm. basketball I'm going to be betting is going to be the basketball that you two tell me to bet because I'm not betting any <laughs> other basketball. But first of all, my father, God rest his soul, always said don't bet basketball because of those ju the junk in the last two minutes. Now, don't get me wrong. That junk can beat you, but it could also cash for mm -hmm. you, especially in the NBA where, you know, in the last 37 seconds, you could literally have six possessions in the NBA. Mm -hmm. It's amazing because they catch it, they, they foul them, they shoot a three, foul them, hits a three. It's a, but... I've also had games where I had no right winning and over. I needed like 18 points in the last minute and a half, and I got every one of them, uh, and it, won, it was an e <laughs> and it, they were easy overs. So, so yeah, definitely um, uh, let us know. Now, give us three teams, the top three teams that you're familiar enough with uh, from last year, John, that you mentioned that uh, in the beginning you won't hesitate to bet them. Could you come up with three? Um uh, yeah, F B Florida State. Uh, I, I mean, I was on those guys a lot last year. I pretty much rode them all throughout their uh, tournament and, and into the, you know, the the big tournament, the NCAA tournament. So I'm pretty familiar with them. Another team that's a little bit off the grid um, is also Wyoming. Um, I like Wyoming. They they have a very uh, core talented group of shooters. They're not afraid to shoot the ball. Um, they actually played the other night too. They they beat a team by like 20, 30 points, I believe was the score. And then the other team would probably be UCLA um, just because of the West Coast influence and obviously their top ranked team. And they were, that was another team that I followed closely. So those would be the three teams that I'll kind of, you know, keep a track on it and keep an eye on moving forward. The NFL game is kicked off, right? Yeah, yeah. Right. NFL game kicked off. Baltimore's already kind of driving. They're already in Miami territory. There you so. go. Good to yep. know. Yeah. Um, and uh, let's see. Where are we at? When will you start working on Circa? Um, so the Circa, I, I got about two or three plays that, that I probably will lock in, and then I'll finish, you know, the other two uh, tomorrow. But uh, one that I was looking forward to is, is uh, going to be the Chargers. Uh, they're at home. Um, I like them. And then there was another team, which I, I'm kind of skeptical about this line, but it would be Tennessee. Tennessee's also at home. Uh, they're playing the, the Saints, so they're only getting three points. I know there's injuries, obviously, on both sides of the wall. But for whatever reason, that, that Tennessee game, even though I'm probably going to take them, it scares me because they've been, they've been winning, you know, a lot. And uh, I, I, I'm kind of almost forced to kind of take them, but I, I don't like that game, which uh, that doesn't really make any sense. No, but, but, but I, I appreciate that. And that's the beauty, really, yeah. the beauty of the contest. Don't get me wrong. The contests are hard. And, and as I've stated before, they do not fit yeah. my 
my gambling strategy. They really don't. Mm -hmm. But the one thing about the NFL contest is that All right. you don't have to you don't have to rush to get your your bets in, John, because the line ain't going anywhere. Yeah, it's not going anywhere. Yeah. Exactly. You have up until two, you know, two, three o'clock on Saturday, so you can take your time up until Saturday. Right. And if you have gone nowadays, especially with COVID, you know. Right. And if you have gone on the websites for the Circa or the Super Contest or any of the contests and you see what the lines are, and then you wake up Sunday morning, you look at the lines, you see the difference. It's all right, Blackhawk West. I asked John about Saturday. Talk to me about this Saturday for yeah. you. So I, I sent out a message yesterday to to the the group on the discord uh, because I felt like the odds were going to shift. And it was, we were at plus one Oh five or even money on the, on the 23 and a half Cincinnati line tomorrow night. I got the plus one Oh five, but I laid the 23 and a half on Cincinnati. It shifted to 23. So while if you waited a minute, you caught a better spread, but you also had to give up some juice. But I, I think that Cincinnati knows they need to score points. They can score points. Uh, it's going to be a primetime standalone game tomorrow night. Uh, so that was that was the first play that I threw out there. And then the other one, uh, the other one is Coastal Carolina. Coastal is going to be on their their second week in a row with a different starting quarterback. Grayson McCall is hurt, uh, but their their backup is a senior, a man that's been in the system. He had a great game last week, and uh, they also have an injured running back that they lost mid game. But Coastal is loaded with talent. I'm jumping on them over 16 and a half in the first half. We've not seen that line on Coastal Carolina in at least 12 months and uh they've never not done it uh, at least since we've been on them in, in over a year's time so over 16 and a half first half coastal carolina go mullets yeah though no, they they have a they bounced out early last week for sure and they have just been a scoring machine the last couple of years for sure all right so now we're, we're gonna go over and we're gonna look at this baltimore game because they kicked a field goal so they did not score the touchdown uh which for me, um, and my under first quarter bet is helpful, but I'm really looking to get some action on that team total for the first half for the Ravens now and see where it stands, whether it went up or it did not, and I am not getting anything there on that, but as soon as I do, I will let you know. Um, so let's go to uh, Friday. Now, we've got two weeks left in the Canadian Football League regular season. We have followed it all year. It's our first full year of following Canadian football on our show, our first full year of having easy data. So if you do go to LAFantasySports.com, easy sports data tab, and you, and you get the NFL easy sheet, you're also getting the CFL thrown in for free. What's cool about the CFL is next year I get to watch it by my pool because when did they kick off? In June? June. Looking forward to it. So let's, uh, let's talk about the two Fridays. The first game on Friday, this one is actually for first place in the division. I mean, they'll have one more week uh, after this to, to play Hamilton going to Toronto. And uh, the winner will be in first place of the East Division. That matters. There's a bye. They won't have to play in the first round. And it matters a lot for Toronto. Toronto, uh, they don't lose at home. And they score points at home. Uh, a couple weeks ago, we were talking about the amount of points that they score at home versus on the road. I mean, it is heaven and hell opposite. So the, the spread in this game is one. Uh, my concerns for Hamilton earlier in the season was their points. They are clicking on offense now. They've maintained a top three defense in the league. So it, it doesn't really matter to me that this is in Toronto. One point, I'm taking Hamilton. They're going to lock in first place. At this point, I, I think Hamilton is It's just a matter of 
of, of getting through the weeks and they're play they're going to end up in the great cup with Winnipeg. So I, I like Hamilton and I'm laying the one point, even though it's at Toronto where they don't lose very often, if ever um, I, Hamilton is just top to bottom, the, uh, the best defense that Toronto has had to face. Yeah. And, and when I look at the data uh, overall, Toronto hasn't covered now for three straight games, but this last game was a pretty low scoring game. They, they went under the number by a tick, by a field goal. But before that, 9 of 10 were over. So there's some, there's some points going to be scored in that game for sure. I agree. There's going to be points. And again, Toronto scores at home. But this, this Hamilton defense is very different. And first place is on the line now. All right. So let's look at uh, the second game. Now, that's tomorrow night, 7.30. My time. Yep. So, yep, 7.30 your time, 9.30 Central. This is Calgary going to BC. So this game could clinch a playoff spot for Calgary. This can also eliminate BC. Calgary, very quietly in the last five weeks, has moved into where they are the number two defense in points allowed. Their top ranking as far as is uh, yardage. Calgary is a sneaky good defense. And, um, you know, I, I, the quarterback play that they always get out of Bo Levi Mitchell, especially at this time of year. I mean, the man is a great cup MVP. I like the fact that we only have to lay two and a half points we're going with both road teams here, but we lay two and a half points. Calgary going to BC. Their best wide receiver is recovering from a hand injury. I don't know what reason BC has uh, in this game, other than pride, which can be over or underrated, depending on who it is. Calgary laying two and a half. So Hamilton's a pretty good team, right? Hamilton, yes. All right. They're the only team that has scored more than 19 points against Calgary at home. I mean, on the road, on the road. This is on the road. Calgary's at BC, right? Yeah, yeah and, and what's odd about this game is statistically, BC is 1-4 and four at home, and Calgary is 4-2 and two on the road. So it kind of matches up for us. Yeah, yeah, and they, uh, they give up a lot of points. BC gives up a lot of points, no doubt about it. All right, so when we come back from break, we're going to check on live bets. We're going to see if I can get that play that I've been trying uh, for the uh, Baltimore team total over. Um, and uh, we're going to catch some more tickets. You're listening to Sports Betting Weekly. It, it, it's the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. Radio Network. Sports Betting Weekly. You keep lying when you ought to be truthful. And you keep losing when you ought to not bet. Sit back and enjoy the show. Welcome back to Sports Betting Weekly. If it's like 20 to 9, 20 to 9 in New York City, wherever you are, if it's like 20 to 9 in New York City, you got about 20 minutes to the loudmouths. You've got another 20 minutes of us uh, giving you winners. And that's what we're going to continue to do because you're listening to the Sports Betting Weekly on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network, Belly Up Sports Podcast Network, and the Sports Betting Channel. I want to say that I want to thank my sports book for not opening up the North Carolina team total to me at 26 and a half. Because I got to think by the time we get to halftime, I'm going to get a better number than that for the second half. I'm still believing they're going <laughs> to score their points. I'm just not thinking they're going to get 26 and a half of them. All right. So let's see what we got here. Uh, we're going to check on those plays. So right now, where are we, John, with the NFL game? Uh, NFL game, uh, still 3 nothing. Baltimore. Baltimore just got the ball back. Uh, there's about seven minutes still left in the first. Um, 
so you know we we kind of want to see a touchdown here field goals unfortunately i i, I don't really like a field goal here because we, we would still need two more scores after that to cover right um, and what i'm looking so, yeah, at is a yeah. nice long drive that gets him down in the red zone as clock runs out on the first quarter because everybody knows the reason why so many points are scored on the very first play of the second quarter is because you had bet the first quarter and they knew that no it's because you get that free time out you know it's a free time out you get to use it why if you're if you got 25 seconds left in the quarter no matter where you are on the field no matter what down it is why would you snap the ball because you can take it make sure you got a good play so uh, we'll see what happens yep. there. And then what about the um, West? Can you give us an update on the college game? Yeah, the it's 17 nothing pit. And so we're, we're in it at 17 and a half on our live play. And uh, NC's got the ball and, and they're, they're moving. So if they can put any points on the board, we'll, we'll hold it. We'll hold, we'll hold strong. All right. So, uh, I think the next thing we got to do is we got to look to the future because we're not going to get much more live action. The only way we would get more live action, of course, is later on in the year. John, how many college games are there on a Thursday night when we're we're doing our show, basketball? Oh wow, <laughs> there there's probably probably at least I I would say twenty to thirty, uh, probably around this time, either you know just starting or or you know going into the second half. So yeah, there. There's usually a nice slate. I even think today, uh, even though I probably wouldn't recommend betting on these teams, there's probably about 20, 20 to 30 games for college basketball. And then, Wes, when we, we talk about hockey, when I get used to the data uh, for different sports that I don't cover, you, you kind of see how the schedules go, and every league has their travel days and things of that nature. In the NHL, is Thursday a busy day? Every day in the NHL is busy. I mean, right now we're looking at about a dozen games uh, like eight or nine of them that are on right now. And then here at uh, seven, your time, nine, my time, we got two puck drops. And then we got one that's going to happen here in about 15 minutes. So, and then, you know, these games are kind of all over the place right now. You know, Edmonton and Boston are ending the second period. Uh, but then, you know, we have Nashville and St. Louis. They're, they're you know, halfway through the, the first. So we're kind of all over there. We can count on anywhere from six to, to a dozen games going on in the NHL on Thursday. Well, the beauty of NHL is, is, is we always love the uh, – we can hear the clapping, so you probably should just tell us why you're clapping. It was your average old run-of-the-mill 76-yard bomb touchdown to keep us covering. Oh, there you go. There you go. That helps my over bet, there too. There we go. All right, so um, uh, where were we at? Oh, hockey. There, there's, you got to admit, there's nothing better – uh, for this show, and we've had some great, great nights where the uh, first period overs, you know, <laughs> it really is, you know. Can't be cashing, you know, in, in the first 20 minutes of a game, so. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly, exactly. All right, so let's talk about the future. Let's talk about this weekend. Wes, what about your circuit place? Anything yet? Yeah, there's, I mean, I'm, I'm not. I'm not ready to submit them, and it's only because there were a couple Thursdays that I jumped on. You know, there was a Jacksonville play that jumps off the page earlier in the year that I got that in. But I, I don't. I really want to wait until the last possible minute. So, but there's there's a couple of them that I like. Like I really like Philly this week. Uh, just you know, after what Denver just did, going to Dallas, coming back home, and Philly on the road, it just 
Like, I, I think that the, the, the odds makers are just begging us to take Denver in this spot. And Philly's a, just a very good team. So I, I, I really do like Philly in this spot. And then there's, there's some odd ones. Like the Chiefs are laying two and a half going to Vegas and they typically own Vegas and there's still some behind the scenes drama going on over there. I, I'm not touching that one, but that's an odd line. But I mean, the only one I'm really sure about right now that's going to be on my place is going to be the Philly plus three. Of course that Vegas game is a, is a night game anyway. So that would normally be off your board anyway. Right. True. Yeah. yeah I, uh, I know I've been on a roll with uh, on Friday nights when I join the belly of fantasy team, Chris and Chris and uh, Dan. The reason I hesitate, it's not that I forgot their names. It's because I'm just now seeing the play that you told me about like 35 seconds ago. So uh, there's a really big stream. I, I, I tell you guys all the time, <laughs> when I'm up in the studio, I have to put on my headset, shut the door. Otherwise, I can tell what's happening because like Wes, these people downstairs at my house are screaming, especially if my son's got action on the game. <laughs> so there's nothing worse than you don't know why. Well, no, I almost always know why they're screaming because I know who they like ahead of time. So, uh, but I, you know, I, I, I'm saying, oh. how did they get a 76 yard bomb? The other team has the ball. <laughs> now I figured it out. All right. So, but yeah, on that Friday night show, I, I had a nice little run where my best bet of the week in the NFL is, is hit every week. And it's been, Games that were easy, and they were overs. And that's what I'm going to do again this mm -hmm. week. I'm going to look for a game where not really a lot of injuries. There's not a lot of weather. And we got teams because right now with the data, guys, the easy sports data, and I said you guys got emailed both the, the files, the NFL and the CFL. What I'm looking at is halfway through the season, you got now four, three, four, five games on the road or at home, whatever they are, in that matchup report. That allows you to say, hey, if you do it four times in a row, every single week you go on the road, you do something, then you're probably going to do that thing. And that was really, uh, it's really great. Like I said, when, I mean, the Tennessee, for heaven's sakes, the Tennessee game, they had their first, their team total over in the first half. That's just a special gift when you get a game team total over in the first half, because again, you could do whatever you want at that point. I like to go to the gym knowing I don't need to be looking at the TV every two minutes. You know, I like to have my workout go from station to station to station, not from station to TV to station to TV to station to TV. You, you're just not getting a lot of cardio in front of the big screen. They do have, we have a very nice uh, gym that we go to. They have a very nice setup with their TVs, very big screens, a few of them, but uh, they, they don't have any machines right in front of them. They really should. Those those you would be on a waiting list for. So, John, in terms of this weekend uh, for the games, is there anything that, uh, that you're waiting to see specifically, whether it's you know somebody that's been hurt, they're supposed to come back, or whatever the case may be, that's going to help you solidify those circuit plays? Uh, yeah, well, there's the two question marks, and, and they're pretty big. Obviously, Aaron Rodgers, uh, I, I think we're all kind of waiting to see what's going to go on with that situation. Um, it's going to be tough for him, I think, to, to play this week. Uh, but we'll see how that goes. And then also Nick Chubb uh, for Cleveland Browns. Um, he's going to need two negative tests in order to become eligible. So, uh, you know, that makes it tricky. I, I have to put my plays in on Saturday. Um, and I don't know if, if we'll get a definite answer before that deadline for either of those two teams. So 
So it, it's kind of like it's limiting your options because those two those two matchups I'll kind of x off. You, you know, because I don't even want to deal with it because we won't we, we won't know the uh, determining factor as far as the player statuses. Oh, I, so, I, I, those um, are I, those are two big be, names, you know. Oh, those, yeah, those are two big, huge names, especially for Nick Chubb with, with, with the Browns there. You know, after everything that was going on and Chubb had had a big game last week. So, I, I mean, when you're missing, you know, two superstars like that, it's 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 definitely, you, you know, raises some eyebrows and makes you wonder. So that's kind of why I'll probably pass on those and look and look for some other options. Um, but yeah, so that's kind of the two things that I'm kind of leaning on to see if I get an early, early, uh, you know, incline on, on whether, you know, they are good to go or not. Well, remember John saying earlier, we, we, we really don't want a field goal here. Did he not say those exact words? <laughs> yeah. You got to word it better. Well, we didn't. Because they didn't want it either. You don't see the guy they from the Ravens, I know, yeah. I was, I was watching it go that way, and I said, well, that's not a field goal. Uh, yeah, eh, that's tough. Well, um, no, again, I, mean, I got, you know, I, I told you guys, I, I read the data to you, and I talked myself yep. into that first quarter under. I'm that sitting pretty now. I just right got to, yep. uh, I'm rooting for the clock. I'm rooting for the clock. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All yeah, right, so Wes, let me ask you. Wind it down with the punt. Yeah, Wes, let me ask you. Uh, John mentioned Aaron Rodgers. Did you get to watch Green Bay's game at all with uh, Jordan Love? Yeah, I did, and uh, I was a big Jordan Love fan. Uh, you know, in college, I, I was, it was one of those things where I, I enjoyed watching him play so much in college. And as a, as a Chicago guy, I was very upset that Green Bay had drafted yet another quarterback to beat our faces in for a decade. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, so what did, but you, yeah, he, what did you think? I mean, he, 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 I, well, I, I, I didn't, I didn't think much of the performance. I, I mean, I think that the chief's defense played better than what we have all grown to expect out of the chief's defense. Um, but I don't know how much of that was Jordan Love and, and just not being comfortable uh, in, in the system, which is odd because he's been in that system for over a year. He's, he's um, been and, there and for, there's, yeah, it, 18 months, I think. It, it, yeah, and he, and he certainly got weapons, and the Chiefs' defense is not a defense that is going to make the quarterback play badly. So um, I, I think I think we're TBD on Jordan Love and, and where, where his future goes. And I, that's a great segue. So if you see here behind me, Saturday morning, 8 o'clock, California time, 11 o'clock Eastern time. Join us for To Be Determined. Uh, we'll talk to Mo, who's been on a run. Uh, Blackhawk West joins us for Saturdays in Canada, eh? Uh, soccer time hey. with Hector. That's a, we're, we're covering USL soccer, and they're in their playoffs. Playoff soccer is pretty cool nice. soccer because they keep playing. If they don't, if they don't win, they keep playing, and if they don't win, they keep playing, and they do their penalty kicks. And really, they, it doesn't count for your bet if you got a penalty kick. But it's an exciting way to finish a game. There's no doubt about it. And then of course, soccer's tricky when you're betting. Yeah, yeah. You know, and then those, of course, so, Wake and Bake. Wake and Bake is my favorite show of all the segments we do because it's where marijuana <laughs> meets sports betting. Uh, okay, so. One of the things about uh, Jordan Love is his record against the spread is pretty good, isn't it? All right, what is his record, Wes, against the spread, Jordan Love? Do you know as a starter? Well, well I'm guessing 1-0 yeah. because the Chiefs don't cover spreads. <laughs> that was a trick <laughs> and, question. I mean, <laughs> it's, I, the only way for the Chiefs to cover a spread is if, if it's a pick em and they win. Yeah. Well, the other aspect of it is that we've, you know, we've talked about that till, till we were blue in the face, but – uh, the the bottom line is they had they had the ball, they were driving 
and they needed it because of the missed extra point, right? They only needed a touchdown and extra point. They were going to win that game on the field. Um, but he threw a pick. But the bottom line is they, they were right there. So I think if he does play, he's got to play better than he did before because of the fact that uh, Pittsburgh just scored. Now, I don't know if you guys both knew that because you're like light, light years ahead of me yeah. on this game. Um, yeah. But so that's a cash for me because that will give me the team total over for the first half for Pittsburgh. Go North yeah. Carolina. All right. Uh, all right. Before we finish up, I did switch out the banners. Check out John on Instagram, GMF underscore sports underscore consultants. Follow Wes on Twitter at 151 underscore sports. And you can play like the public and you just go to bit.ly. I like those bit.ly links because then you don't have to use a pen. You just write down cash tickets. It's been very much appreciative of all the the winners you've given me because with the show, it just missed the extra point. I don't know if I needed that, but I had the over, so of course I needed it. You know. All right. So, I'm thrilled. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> with, with the shows and you're doing all the data, and, you know, my my, you know, I still have a business that I run. Actually, I got two of them. So the bottom line is, anytime I can get help, uh, I appreciate it. But it's even better when the help is cashing tickets. You know, you could give me help. It oh, doesn't mean they're gonna win. But when you do, so I just want to, to let you guys know. And if, you're, if anybody's out there watching or listening, really, you got to check these guys out. They're just very good at what they do. And I, I'm excited because I know probably by the, uh, by, the, by the beginning of next year, for sure, once I get through this, this season, Wes, I'm going to get a little more involved with the, the, your uh, the Discord.com page or uh, Chicago. Tra- uh, op- Chicago Options Trader yeah. and and the group would love to have. No, I mean because I've been uh, hanging around now, just kind of watching and reading comments. I, you could tell stupid people by the words they use. Now, as you know, when you think it is one thing, when you say it, it's another. But the bottom line is, uh, when you write it down, it changes everything. The rules change. And yeah, when I write something down, you read it in your mind. So it doesn't matter what I meant. It's how you take it. And, and I can just tell you got some really smart people on that page. So uh, looking forward to that. Yeah. All right. So before we go and you guys, if you hang around on this uh, Worldwide Sports Radio Network, you're going to get the loudmouths. They're coming on. Before we go, um, what do I got to say? Uh, I told them where to reach John. I told them where to reach yep. Wes. I already pitched Saturday's show. I'll do some social media. And that's the one thing I wanted to remind you. I am going to put out there the calendar for this year's, I think it's 7th or 8th annual Betaway Weekend. I hated that pandemic because I couldn't go last year. Uh, and we, we, we saw John uh, earlier. Remember, it was like November, December. before my, my son Yeah, went, you came out a little bit earlier. Right, because my son was going to Brazil and everything Saturday. was locking up. Wes, I wanted to get it out to you because that gives you maybe time enough to, to make the plans as well. I know you were out there recently, but it's, uh, it's still almost two, three months away now. So we'll see. All right, we're going yeah. Yeah, to get out of here. Uh, thanks for listening. Do me a favor. Always be cashing. Always be cashing, guys. Thank you, guys. Stay cashing. Have a good night. It, it, it's the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. Radio Network.